This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, you, you. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Owandi. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know me already. Uh, let's see. Today, I got two guests with me. One uh, is an OG in the game, uh, KB, K Bridges. Uh, I met him a minute ago. Uh, he's an up and coming rapper, underground scene. Got plenty of hits. Plenty of hits out there. If y'all don't know about it, then I mean, after this episode, you will. Yeah, yeah. And then he has his boy with him. What's up? This is Dre. Dre. Just met Dre, but you know what I'm saying? He going to tell you what he about. Uh, but first, let's talk to Kay Bridges. Kay Bridges, introduce yourself to the people. And speaking to the mic, nigga. All right. All right. All right. What's up, people? What's up, Jordan? My boy, J-O. <laughs> yeah, I've been rocking with this guy for a minute. <laughs> seen you come to a see you come a long way, bro. So I'm proud of you, man. Sitting up yeah, in here doing this you, thing. Thank you, thank you. So uh, yeah, my name is K Bridges. I usually just go by KB. Um, if you're from around the town, you probably know me. If you're from around downtown, then you definitely know me. Um, I'm an up and coming artist out here in the Bay Area, but really, I'm just a I'm just a regular everyday guy trying to turn those experiences and the music and uh, passion. You know what I'm saying? So I'm out here just rocking with it. How long you been rapping? Man, I've been rapping since I was 17 years old, man. I'm uh, 31 now, so. You started late. Yeah, I know, right? Sure. Well, what's good about it is what I got right now ain't really necessarily for the youngsters. I got something for the the people in our age bracket, so I'm going to hold y'all down with that. making music? The what? You love making music? Or I got a little bit of that. Yeah, you know, I got a little <laughs> bit of that. Oh yeah. Oh, I gotta play you. Yeah, I got a little bit of that. Yeah, you, I mean, did you bring some shit to play? <laughs> yeah, I got some. I got some yeah, tracks we'll, we could play. Right, we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, I've been rapping since I was seventeen. I had a lot of ups and downs. I've been uh, rap with a lot of famous artists. Um, I had a couple of big runs like coming out right. I was working with a production company called Shoe Nation. I was out there like in the valley, like Pleasanton and Walnut Creek. I was running that circuit. That was fun. Uh-huh. And then uh, <clears throat> after that, I had another run with my boy City. We did a big music video with like Cool John and Young Bari and all them cats. And we was these blowing are all up. Bay Area rappers. Yeah, these are all Bay Area rappers. So like Cool John, HBK, Young Bari. Like a lot of listeners are probably know who I'm talking about. I know you from the East Coast, man. So you, yeah, yeah. You I mean, HBK know. sounds familiar, <laughs> right? Right. But um, <clears throat> yeah. So we did a lot of stuff with them. Did a lot of different shows. You know what I'm saying? And I had uh, I had my first kid right around that time when that run was going. And uh, so I got now I got two kids, two daughters, and one year old and a six year old. So you know that kind of flips the whole. So you shooting, flips the, the, you whole shooting the club up. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Let me tell them about you back in the day, boy. No, we, we ain't talking about me. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. But uh, <clears throat> yeah. So you know, I'm back at it. Uh, I learned, you know, some patience and consistency with it, and make sure that I'm making uh, music now for a target audience that's more where my mind stayed at instead of just you know trying to chase what's popular right now because I got a lot of dope stuff to say. Yeah, so, yeah. so where's your, what's your where's your mind stayed at now? 
Man, I'm trying to change the world, man, but not like in a blanket statement. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I'm trying to actually like positively impact every single person I ever come into contact with. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, hopefully leave people with good ideas or a different way of thinking about some. A lot of people are struggling and going through stuff. I got a gift for putting words and explanations on things that people is feeling. So hopefully like I continue to do that, change people one by one and hopefully, you know, plant some seeds and it grow into a beautiful tree or some shit. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> nice, man. I, I, I love it when motherfuckers, have ideas and just like go for their fucking ideas and not like wait around and shit that's why i started this shit like to talk to motherfuckers who motherfuckers don't really know but i, I bet you a lot of motherfuckers don't know you about that shit so this is a platform where you to come on and talk your shit you and know be like yo i mean right, bro. i love what you do i'm doing, I'm doing man, this for the culture i'm doing this for my community you know what i mean and then now everybody knows about it so yeah and like you know, at the end of the day, like if you if you run into me in real life, like I talk the same way, right? If you if you oh, yeah. actually meet me, but yeah, the platform is actually the thing that um, I think I'm I'm shifting into the most. You know, I got everything set up with like the the home life and everything like that. You know, what I'm saying I'm feeling like uh, I want to get back out there on the platforms. Plus, I've been kind of hibernating a little bit, right? Like getting uh-huh. it together. But uh, I got a lot yeah, of dope songs. I haven't songs. seen you in the bars lately. That's that's surprising. Yeah, man. But that's yeah, another man. story. I take breaks. <laughs> 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 so, you know, I'll be, I'll still be out there networking though. Okay. We'll, yeah, we'll call it networking. Uh, yeah, we'll call it um, networking. <laughs> yeah, bro. But yeah, so at the end of the day, yeah, I appreciate the platform, man. Um, you know, I'm rocking with it. Came in here just rocking with the boy. Uh, J-O. <laughs> I'm trying to make that catch on calling him J-O. But yeah, all right. What else well, you got for me? Dre, man? Dre, what's up with you, man? Yeah. Uh, what's up with I you? don't know. Should have, talking to the mic, nigga, and speak loudly. Hey, what's up? This is Dre. Hello. Coming out of Richmond, California. Born and raised in the Bay Area. Oakland, Berkeley, Richmond. That's my stumping ground. Now, he wasn't... He wasn't... Uh, <clears throat> he wasn't uh, supposed to be on the show. He doesn't even know he was going to be on the show. He just pulled up with uh, with Kate Bridges. And I was like, "Fuck it, let's 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 put him on too and see what he about." Hey. So, if he if he sounds shy and shit, I'm saying he probably didn't expect this. But continue what you were saying. Yeah, don't let him do you like. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'm not really on anything specific right now. My big my mo is love and positivity. I'm promoting unity. So you're you're not a musician. I'm not a musician, but I am in the music scene. I'm in just in the art scene in general. Art as as an expression of love and community and all that. So any way you can promote love, any way you can push forward progress, positivity, in every fashion, I'm about it. Dre, bring the mic to your mouth, nigga. You know, it's my first time I ain't used to working with this type of equipment. Anybody who ever listens to this podcast, that's a pet peeve of mine when niggas don't know how to talk into the mic. I <laughs> yell at niggas. Like, All right, I'm going to try to work on that while <laughs> To be going. fair, I had years of practice rocking the mic. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so Dre, he, uh, you, you, you promote self-love and positivity. Is that hard to do in this uh, in the Bay Area? Because you yeah. know niggas out here, you know what I'm saying, you could pass a nigga up and they'll mean mug you and shit instead of saying hi. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on some simple shit, like, we need to get past that. So do you think spreading love and positivity is hard to do out here? Most definitely, mainly because uh, there's a lot of misconceptions of what love actually is. The Just the pure expression of love. A lot of ideas of love these days, what you can get, what you can do for you, how much money you can get, who you fucking on. That's what love is in today's society. I'm trying to promote just 
being united as one, not for yourself, but what you can do, what you have contribute to those you care about and those you love. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Saint. Yes, sir. Well, I'm going to call him Saint. So, I mean, if you hear the Saint. Yeah, yeah, that, that was my name for <clears throat> many, many years. Oh, yeah, that's throwback. Um, KB, so that's KB. Uh, my name Calvin uh, Bridges Jr. That's my family if name. Your mama call you Saint. I'ma call you Saint. <laughs> my mama call me KB. Okay, I'ma call you KB now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give my mama that <laughs> So, what was your biggest? Tell me your biggest hit. Like, um, your, so you, I had a couple. Your first song where you were like, "Damn, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in the game now." Yeah, I had a couple, but I say definitely, definitely, definitely the first one that really put me in the game. Was uh, actually um, a love song, a baby making song. It was called uh, "Make was it You about? Say." It was called "Make You Say," <laughs> and it was "Make You Say What?" Make you say ah ah ah. That's what the hook hey, right that, there. So basically, was, it was a fucking was song. One of them hits, but like man. you know, it was smooth. Do you remember that? Shit? I do, bro. That was one of my favorites. So I took that track mm-hmm. around. Uh, my ex girlfriend had knew this promoter dude. Who's your ex girlfriend? Like, ah, I don't want to talk about her. Her name's Tammy. <laughs> God bless her. All right, so God we, bless Tammy. Come right. on the show. You know so, what I'm I had, oh, see, <laughs> so I so I had took uh, I had emailed him the song because we was you know how like, when you come out maybe you don't but like when you come out the studio no matter how crappy your song is like you thinking your shit fire like I'm about to just. Oh, I'm about to burn it down when you come out. But this song was actually like, we was like, no, this really a one. So I sent it to him. He finally checked it out after like two weeks of like kind of dodging and shit. And he was like, oh, you know what? This shit is fire. So he brought us in, did a show. And then we stuck. That's how we got in that little circuit because they uh, basically let us perform all our other songs with uh, with that one as our, our lead off song. But that song was, I had the best verse in the song. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of uh, creativity on it. My producer Who was Who else on was it. on the song? Um, so it was me, Top, and Jay High. So Top, the producer, is uh, uh, he's been working with me since 17 to this day. He's re- recorded basically any major Bay Area artist, you know what I'm saying, under the age of like 35, you know what I'm saying, that's been around in the last 10 years, uh-huh. has gone through this studio. This is the same studio that I uh, I was born at. I What's was the name of the at. studio again? So I think right now it's Fame Grade Studios. Or that was, so he changes the, the name up. He changes okay. the name up here and there. It was it was Platinum Productions one time I think I want to say Platinum Productions but right. Top is uh, Top is a rock cat actually like man he does beats he uh, <clears throat> he does hooks he he does uh, singing he's more like a he's a real engineer and mm-hmm. like uh, he's helped develop he helps to develop artists so he's pretty oh, tight. shout out to Top come on yeah. the show yeah, yeah, if you no listen yep yep yep. So but I mean, yeah, like I, I mean I want to rap too right but anyway <laughs> I can show you how bro. I can show you how. So so you made that song and then the feedback was crazy? Yeah, the feedback was that was the first time the feedback was like universally crazy, right? Cuz you know, how you send your friends a couple songs. Oh yeah, I like mm. that. The you know, you try to give it to the DJ, he like Shh, whatever, that's weak. But <clears throat> that one got universal feedback and then when we started doing shows off the back of that song, our energy and like our whole like swag was just like hella crazy right so we was up there killing it but we was out there in the white people circuit like danville uh pleasanton all that shit right so we was kind of like definitely kind of poppy right but kind of rappy like this is like what oh like i'm gonna say like 2011 12 like kind of like around when you know all them kind of sing songy kind of like you could be hard but like singing was this back when we first met or it was after that. It was after, after that. that. No, it was, it was, it was, 
I don't even remember. It was right around then. It was right around then. Actually, yeah, it was right around then. It was right Uh around then. So, yeah. So, you know, we was doing that, that circuit, and then I was working out for a minute, and then uh, that kind of died out. And then because the the organization that we was working with, they kind of died out. And then I had my first kid coming up. Mm. And then... um, Did you, like, stop music when when your chick got pregnant? Um, I didn't stop music, but I mean, it definitely because I wasn't like working a nine to five and like all that kind of shit. Right. I wasn't mm-hmm. like super set up properly. So I had to kind of fall back and like get myself in the right line. I got a picture. I was shooting a music video. And my daughter was like a month old. I'm like holding her like at the music video shoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was the last shoot I shot like for a while after that. But, you know, just having kids kind of changes your priorities. Like, my music now, like, what it I... It changed you in, as an artist when you had a kid? Yeah, no doubt, bro. Like, no doubt. Like, what I used to feel was more just, like, off of self, right? And then having a daughter, um, it just really, like, you know, that little thing just looking at you. And, you know, like, you know, the whole, the whole world is right in front of them. You know what I'm saying? You got to kind of build that and create that. Um that was uh that was just something real special and it kind of like transformed my whole kind of approach to the thing instead of like i'm not in it just to be you know trying to get famous and all that stuff right i'm already like i feel famous when i walk down the street anyway you know what I'm yeah because everybody's like i'm always everybody know me but um that's something bigger like something more like fundamental like human nature right you just want you mm. want to be good as a human to be happy like you see their emotions and how they react i be having the same emotions but like i can't act the same way because i got like all these experiences and i got to control myself but they just remind me of the simplicity of life and how everybody has those emotions and like it's important to you know respect everybody on that level so i put that into my music and think about others in my music a lot more and i think it's uh it's working out well man i got some stuff right now that's got the craziest reaction i've had in my career to this point so i'm really excited about it what is that um so i got a bunch of new songs that i'm putting together on a project i don't have a name for the project are you coming yet. out with a uh, an actual album or are you just working on like an ep or a mixtape or something i'm working on an ep right now um i'm, I'm putting to, out you... songs i'm testing songs right okay i'm um, putting them out there i've been testing them in the streets i've been testing with people in the industry so i haven't been actually putting it out there digitally right because i have mm. fell back i wanted to make sure what i was doing was hot but the reaction has been crazy every time i play it for somebody I, I did a show um just in hollywood on hollywood boulevard um a few months ago yeah off the strength of these songs that i'm putting out right now just one time i was at this studio with this cat in east oakland and he heard it he was like damn it's like who is this what is this I was like, oh, just some shit I want. He's like, bro, like you, you, we gotta put this out. We gotta get this out there. So then he hooked me up with that show in Hollywood and let me come down there and perform. And that shit. How like, was that? It was amazing, man. That shit was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was lit, man. That was like a dream come true for me, bro. You like, was just performing on the street? Nah, bro. In a venue. It was like a venue. Two story venue. Yeah, called Pig and Whistle. On uh, Hollywood it's called Pig and Whistle. Pig and Whistle on Kawanga and Hollywood. Boulevard. Well, shout out to Pig and Whistle, man, yeah, for man. holding it's down like, my boy. Yeah, bro, it's like super fancy. I'm performing up on this balcony. The place is packed at the bottom, and they never heard my music before. He just wanted me to come do the show. He had an event there that was yeah. like DJs and comedians and um, <clears throat> singers, but there was no no rap artists. I closed the show. That's the only rap show. And uh, how many man, songs did you perform? I did like a I did like a twenty minute set, probably like okay. seven songs, snipped out a little bit, you know. 
But yeah, it was dope as fuck, man. He came outside the door. Diana Ross is uh, right outside the door on the Hollywood fuck out here, nigga. star. Nigga. Real Diana Ross. Oh, you talking about oh, the, the, star. Star, the star? I was about to say this nigga. Know, real right? Diana Ross. <laughs> right? <You're> like, <laughs> Diana Ross. I was like, God damn. And you didn't all at her. I felt like the pig. Diana Ross had the pig and whistle. I felt like she was watching me from the front door. Jeez, that star, bro. That would have been dope. Yeah, no, it was dope as fuck. Like to me, that was like on some real shit. It wasn't like I'm out there like performing in front of thirty thousand people. Yeah, but to have that opportunity based off the strength of how I decided to retool my whole artistry and for it to get that much love and slide me into a spot like that that I had never been in, I was like one of the biggest shows I've done. So it was like, man, my shit was off the hook, bro. It was amazing. It was a blessing. That's dope. That's dope. So, uh, you got any kids, man? No, I ain't got no kids. I'm not in no relationship. I'm on an isolation, build myself type Speaking tip. To, this nigga got a uh, Billy D. Williams. Speaking <laughs> to the mic, man, you guys talk louder. No, nah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in a uh, just self-imposed isolation. I'm building self-improvement, progress, just trying to build on me before I try to put myself on somebody else. I can't invite somebody into my mess without organizing it first. I feel like that would be unfair to somebody to what, try to... What, what kind of mess are we talking about? Just uh, what I... Uh, I feel like everybody in their life deals with some sort of type of mess. Everybody got something that they got to sift through before they can go out and start trying to build relationships with people because that tends to project on your relationships with other people if you don't fix that inside yourself first. So what is, uh, I mean, I, I know you say you you love art and shit. So is art your passion? Uh, or, is this, or is this something that you like? Love is my passion. Art is a way to express that passion. So when you say love, you know I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers be like, love, love. They might think of fucking. (laughs) They might think of relationships. They might think, oh, just love, like walking down the street holding hands. What's your definition of love? Speak up, nigga. Boom. the mic. (laughs) He said, we ain't fucking around with the questions. I know, right? (laughs) Right. And you can answer this. Any way you fucking want, you know what I'm saying? So my definition of love for me personally is just unconditional energy. Energy in any form. Like love is creation. Love, the creator is love. God is love. Mm-hmm. So life is love. Love is everything around us. It's just how you choose to, your perspective on it, your opinion. Just love is everything. It's just every individual is their personal perspective of how they are experience what love is, but everything, all energy is love. As far as my, as far as my perspective, I see everything as love. So I try to channel that. I try to harness that, and I try to focus that and create something positive that can be helpful for the people around me in my vicinity. So you're real, uh, you're real spiritual. Oh yeah, most definitely. I grew up in uh, in uh, as a Christian. That's my faith. My uh, family raised me that way. So you're religious and spiritual. Uh. You know I'm saying yes. that's two different things yes. to me. I am yeah, exactly. It is two different things. I am both religious and spiritual, but uh, lately, after I, I just went through a, a real deep episode at the beginning of the year, and it kind of threw off my religious practices. What so happened? I'm on the, uh, uh, I uh, got sick. I had a surgery. They uh, okay. took my colon. They so, took your colon. Yeah, my colon. Well, we got to uh, dig into this. <laughs> <laughs> They took yeah. your colon. What happened? You didn't uh, have colon cancer, did you? Not colon cancer yet. I have Crohn's disease. Okay. So, so explain to me what that is. Crohn's disease is when your uh, your immune system attacks your intestines. 
Okay. So your white blood cells in, it, usually it's used to fight off bacteria and mm -hmm. harmful stuff. Uh -huh. So it uh, seen uh, something in my intestines as a threat. And it's, uh, it just, I guess at 12 when I hit puberty, it started attacking my body. And uh, for the past like 15 or 20 years, been dealing with that disease and finally it uh, actually just my uh, colon shut down and they had to remove it before it started poisoning my body. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It is. But you're good now? I'm not good, but I'm better. Better? And, and it's, all, it's all a part of the process of growing. It really changed me, gave me a, a whole new perspective. It actually, I feel like it brought me closer in my relationship with the creator as a whole. Yeah. So it really helped me, it really taught me a, a lot about myself because for a long time, that that uh, that surgery was my biggest fear for a long time, so mm. it, I, it it felt kind of inevitable, but it wasn't something that I just it wasn't guaranteed. So when it actually happened, I had to face that, and I had to confront that, and it really showed me a lot about myself. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm glad you're doing better, man. That's uh, something that I would never want to go through or don't even know about, but um. Love, yeah, spreading love is uh, that's a that's a that's a. I mean, I'm not into the. I mean, uh, I'm not into the love spreading. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm into everybody. I mean, I'm into like unity, black unity, and like just treating people like with respect. But I feel like out here, it's, it's it's very hard to do because a lot of motherfuckers are prideful. They don't want to swallow their pride just to say hi to somebody or be like, yo, you doing good or like to help you out. Like, so if, would you if say we, you're pretty good at that? I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that because I'm saying that's why I started this platform. Yeah. Not for me. I started a platform because I know a shit ton of people who who are interesting, just like yourself. Like, I know a shit ton of people who are doing stuff with their lives who just haven't had who just haven't had that big break. And I think if the masses know about you or someone like if i ask you to come on my podcast is for a reason i think right. it's because i think the masses i think society should know who you are that's I can, why i can definitely appreciate that man especially like in today's general in today's general media environment the things they portray as like what's important and all that man it's like the independent media you know what i mean you got everyone has a chance to express themselves without the the boundaries and the rules of the system on top of you making you do it this way or making you do it that way i think that's real important and what you were saying earlier man like a lot of cats is prideful and like this and this and that that's true right it's definitely true but the reason like i feel like you know it's it's not it's not easy to get people like in that unity mode or in that you know thinking outside of themselves or thinking of others besides themselves and everybody you know is i'm just on that all the time because that's just like what i'm on all the time you know what i mean like i've developed uh, a philosophy and a lifestyle that's on that but like i also understand that i'm always going to constantly run into people that like don't know what that looks like or they get confused by it or whatever so what i do i just cut to the chase like i i i'm real uh i'm very psychologically trained right and <laughs> how to talk to people um and i was a psych major to get a degree in psychology you know what i mean um 
but also like i be in the streets like i know what's going on so like i just cut through the chase you know what i mean i get right to the point like i don't need all that pretension and, like a lot of people at first like they don't appreciate it, it feels like i'm trying to invade their space and and get in on like who they is and figure out their life story they don't know if i want to use whatever i'm asking like as ammunition or a weapon against them or whatever but at the end of the day <clears throat> you know i like to challenge people to think about themselves in bigger terms than like what they normally would because i feel like i honestly feel like i've always felt this way um probably from the way i was raised i was raised christian my mom's an ordained minister right she turned into a preacher after i was already moved out of the house but my whole life growing up she was like headed that direction right so like a lot of my moral clarity i would say i probably get from my mother who's like no matter what like she has a set of values and won't nothing in the world fucking shake those values right so like that was something i was able to look up to um <clears throat> you know the the uh the particulars like you know we've i've had a lot of conversations with her about that i'm not gonna say like the particulars are all lined up but in terms of like just that basic moral compass i definitely get that from her right but ever since i was young i felt like people always had like every person is capable of something incredible or special or like whatever it is right that doesn't mean you're gonna get there right it's like a law averages it's like a numbers game how many bad experiences do you go through that keeps you from realizing what it is how many um you know how much negativity do you got to go through um before you just give up and just believe that everything is against you right like you know how it is we all black men sitting at this table it's like you know you you feel the system on you even if you can't like you know you talk to another cat well you know you got the same opportunities as me yeah but i got called a nigger when i was six years old by a grown white woman at the same time and i knew the hate in that voice and i didn't understand it but it's like how many of those things can you go through before you just kind of give up on like trying to figure out what it is that you're trying to do and what i try to do is remind people that that's inside of them and try to wake it up sometimes it's aggressive sometimes it's invasive but at the end of the day um people tend to come out better for it and it's like planting seeds like later down the line you know what i mean i, I have had a conversation with people where they're like you know that shit you talked to me about like three months ago or last year when we was at this party and we was just talking and he was getting on all that deep shit i get real deep at the parties right? <laughs> like, yeah, we on we on let's talk about some deep shit right but uh um, because you high at the parties yeah, yeah shit i'm high off life all the time <laughs> man. i'm chilling bro but um yeah so it's not that i expect what i'm doing right now to make sense to people but like i have had confirmation that over time it is a, a positive direction to go and i continue to learn and grow myself i try not to be uh closed off to where my own growth process can go right so i try to look to those who can show me and then i try to show others who i can show and i try to grow with those who are on the same level as me so do you have someone who mentored you I've had uh, I see a lot of mentors, bro. I've been really lucky. Um, I'm talking about like musically. Do you have like musically a, who taught um, you how to like oh how to perform, how to hold the mic, how to fucking like make a s actual song? Because I mean, a lot of motherfuckers mm. can rap, but they don't know how to put together an actual song. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, my family's been like musical. Like my mom's a singer. 
right? She she was always in the choir. My step pops. He's always been like so. I've always he's always been in the the band. He plays guitar and stuff. Mm-hmm. The church band, right? So I grew up in church, like looking at song structures. Like I learned how to read music. I played trumpet for like seven years, right? I was real dope at it too, right? I see you swallowed over there. Like, this nigga playing trumpet. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I want a warrior, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I wish uh, I knew how to play. Song. I, know, yeah. I wish I knew how to play any yeah, instrument. Yeah, but I learned classical though. Again, like I quit it because I wasn't having I wasn't having uh, enough fun with it. Like I was really good, but like I was playing a bunch of classical shit, and I wanted to play jazz and figure that shit out. Mm. But um, I was really good though. So I learned how to read music. I learned like music structure. I learned like transpositions and music notes and keys. Like I learned how to do all that before I really even started like writing music anything and i've always been very uh poetic i've always written poetry right so like at some point those two just merged together i wouldn't say any one person really ever like mentored me though it was more like i just kind of i kind of would freestyle so i got i got my homeboy uh silvano city young city man we've been we've been rocking you'll see him on a lot of my um older music we had a lot of songs together we was in a group together called syg schoolyard gang and um you know when we was like 16 back in the day we would just turn on the beats at his house after school we just start freestyling and like freestyling is what got me into rapping because i always wrote poetry i always did music but i never thought about rapping like that until i started fucking around freestyling and then you know he's like oh you know you're actually holding the beat or that was actually kind of tight you know just a little bit of motivation and then so i say more so a lot of my experiences have kind of been like that as i've grown along the way it's like me connecting with people who are doing the same thing and i just get motivated and more like kind of confident in myself um because they kind of hyping me up at the same time but like the structure of how to do it like how to write poetry how to like you know see the music like on paper and all that stuff i had all that already but i wouldn't have put it into actually rapping unless you know i was getting hyped up freestyling back in high school is really how it started <laughs> Who, uh, out of all the artists, who was your, who did you get influence from? Like, did you get top two? I gave you my top two right now. All time influences. Number one is Lil Wayne, Mr. Dwayne Carter himself, man. I was a Lil Wayne, like, disciple almost. I had all the songs, I knew all the words. He was your number one influence, but is he your number one rapper of all time? Um, him, and then my second one, um, Lupe Fiasco. Right? Give me your top five rappers of all time. For me, or are you talking about skill wise in the game? No, for you, nigga. For if you. I'm asking you, who okay. are your top five like, rappers? Doing the top five dead or alive. All right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be dead or alive. Just of all time, your top five. Uh, Lil Wayne, Lupe Fiasco, Jay Z, J Cole, and Kendrick Lamar. In, in that order? Um, not necessarily. No. Well, what was number one? Uh, I probably gotta go Weezy. I probably gotta go Weezy, Weezy. before Hov. Weezy, Weezy got me rapping. He, the first These song I ever did, I freestyled. The first song, <laughs> <laughs> the first song I ever did, I freestyled in the mic in the song because like I heard Lil Wayne didn't freestyle. The Carter one, brother. Carter one is when I started rapping. Was that oh four or something like yeah, that? Oh four, oh five. Yeah, that's when I started rapping. I did not want to rap before I heard the Carter one. And the way he put that poetry together, that whole album was straight poetry, but on the most gutter shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Honestly, with a Carter, one was when he got recognized on the East Coast, really. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, a lot of people on the East Coast started fucking with him after after that uh, mm-hmm. album. I mean, I'm not, you know, I didn't fuck with the Hot Boy shit. Not just because I didn't want to, because, like, I'm in junior high. I'm still going to church every week. My mama don't let me listen to that So you were listening shit, to, like, right? New so, Edition and all that. Uh, nah, I was listening to, like, CC Winans and, uh, you know, shit. like, Kirk Franklin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kirk <laughs> like, Franklin. Was, yeah, yeah, Kirk Franklin, man. He had a gospel, uh, the first gospel hip hop. Come on the show, Kirk Franklin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, who's your top, uh, who's your top five? My top five rappers of all time, okay? It's not, you know, any Speak order. louder, nigga. All right, this ain't in any particular order, but I'm going to say Jay-Z, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Tupac, and Busta Rhymes. Who's your number one? My number one? You know, this probably going to be hella controversial. It is a fuck. I'm going to put Eminem at the top. I mean, a lot of that one, I don't think that's controversial. Eminem would be my number six. By the I'm way. putting him at the top. <laughs> like it's people. just because nothing he like. If you go through his lyrics and his music, you won't hear a lot of his content spoke by any other rapper in the game. A lot of his shit was it's original. Crazy. He was pioneering a lot of shit. Like <laughs> yeah, you still hear rappers in the game talk about the shit he talked about was not hip hop shit just because his content was on some shit you ain't never heard in hip hop before and that's why I loved it it was fresh it was new it was something like you yes. still want to hear a lot of the shit he used to say what's your favorite uh, Eminem song my favorite Eminem song man I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, the Eminem and uh, Jay Z uh, Renegade. Renegade. Oh, they both went hard on that. That's Jay Z's song, though. That's not Eminem's. Right. I mean, it was basically Eminem's Eminem song. Took it. <laughs> he, he, he took it from. Hey, Hov, if you listening to this, I ain't saying he got the coldest nah, verses on there. Said it himself. He said. I mean, Eminem he had some cold. Hov had some cold verses on there, but Eminem, he killed that shit. I ain't say that. Gotta tell you, bro. I liked. I liked the blueprint. Oh, the blueprint was one of the hot. But the black album, I think, was probably his best album. Never. And then Life and Times Life and Times of Sean Carter Value One was the best. Those was good. Those No, no, actually Reasonable Doubt was was his best album of all time. His first his first kind of can't be his best though, because he's gonna get better and have more impact. (laughs) I remember I heard someone say you have your whole be the best thing you it's always because you have your whole life to make that first album. Yeah, right. And then after your first, why you think Fifty Cent first album was so good? That is oh, that, 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 Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think Ja Rule's first album was so good? Why do you think DMX's first album was so good? Like you have your whole life to create your first album. Then after your first album, you already talked about everything. Well, I after your first album, like nigga, what was best? But it was good though. Jay Z first album was. You know, I guess I just I like his first album. I like his. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Nas because I always felt like he was kind of. I appreciated him as a as a lyricist, like oh, yeah, as a poet, definitely. right? But right. I always felt like he was trying to force the rap shit. I felt like he should have been like you know more spoken word or something. Like I didn't like his none of his like hits or nothing like that. I always yeah, liked the shit that dis- wasn't. No, his stop! Hits. I'm not gonna let you disrespect Nas. Right? I'm sorry. Hey, you still one of the greatest. His bro. I'm just, I'm just All right, So let me ask you this. Uh, so I listen to a lot of. Bay Area. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of Bay Area rappers right. because of this reason. I'm about to state they all sound. I think Bay Area. The rate. The reason, like a lot of Bay Area rappers, are not known in the South 
or on the East Coast, I think, is because they only want to cater to the fucking Bay Area. Like Mr. Fab, for example. Like he, I mean, Mr. Fab is known everywhere. I'm, I'm just taking him out to. Uh, you talking about shit. hyphy Fab though? Old, yeah, but how, uh, Fab can like rap like lyrics. But I'm so let's um let's forget Fab. I'm not talking about Fab. But let's talk about Shout like out to the legend. Let's like Mac Dre for example. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people <laughs> everywhere else, and I know I might get some shit for this, but a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> in other coasts don't really know who fucking Mac Dre is, or don't even fuck with his music. And I think that's because Mac it's Dre only made different. sound for the Bay Area. He did. Like it's That's only why a Bay he's Area sound now here. Yeah, here. So what I when I my question is, do you think Bay Area rappers their fall point is only catering to the Bay Area? Um, like let's for like J Cole is from North Carolina, but he doesn't mean. sound like he's from North Carolina. Yeah. Nigga sounds like he's from New York. I or some guess shit. if you're talking about in terms of mainstream appeal, maybe right. Not me included. You gonna hear so much shit. Yeah, because I mean, that's why I'm asking. Because I heard you rap, yeah. and you don't sound like a Bay Area rapper. Yeah, I mean, but I don't. You know, I'm on a different. I'm on a different page with it. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to change the culture, not be in the culture. I'm trying to yeah, change. So, it so do you think? Do you think Bay Area rappers just like want to cater to the Bay Area sound? And I they don't think if you if the if the depth of your rap is I want to be famous and in the game and popular then probably right because you'll be very popular out here catering to that you know we grew up like right lockstep in the hyphy era man I was what yeah. my senior year when super hyphy came out yeah dun, 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 yeah dun, that was like the peak of it kick the snake super hyphy. But that that shit didn't get no play (laughs) on any radio station anywhere else. But but I'm 16, slapping. I don't fucking know that. That shit, right? right? Yeah, but I mean, that that motherfucker has to know that whole culture out here, bro. Like that music created a whole culture that we still vibing off to this day. To tell you the truth, because Bay Area rap was. Was was Richie Rich and Loonies, and then it was a big ass gap, and then it was fucking Hyphy. Like it was cast in there, but I'm talking about in terms of real attention. It's like even if you wasn't fucking with Hyphy, you heard of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. what the fuck is that? But you heard of it okay. though. You still <laughs> you know see the reflection of it in right. the music today. You right. still hear motherfuckers talk about going dumb and being stupid. Right. A lot of shit that HBK does is directly like evolved from that Hyphy movement, right? And mm. a lot of shit like these artists, like Drake, had a song. Um, with the HBK little ha 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 little like the little claps and the little uh, you might not know what I'm talking about but it's like these little claps and these samples that they use it's kind of a trademark sound mm. Drake had a song that had those trademark sounds in his song you know what I'm saying like back mm. like four or five years yeah, ago yeah he always shot like the Bay been influencing shit you know what I mean but mm. it's just you know but if you're talking about in terms of yeah like yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna take off and be like you know the biggest artist of all time just doing music for the Bay, as big as you could get doing that is probably like E40, right? Where he's like, he's yeah, like, fuck with E40. he's the biggest underground. Come on the show, E40. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. He's like the biggest, um, you know, legend as far as longevity and notoriety, right? But he's not, like, you wouldn't call him like Drake status superstar. You know yeah, but E40 saying? has a, like a, right. a, a, a sound that you can't, that doesn't right. even sound like the Bay Area. No, like, it sounds like his own it original like Bay, shit. Bro. Like, he was a big, I, big I feel part like the of, Bay sound is, is comes from E40. Yeah. E40 if you grew up out like, here, bro, you listen to 40 coming up and you see how that shit go man. down, you know this nigga is definitely 
uh, like Droopy, bro, like his son who makes a lot of his beats and shit, man. Right. Straight slappers, but Bay music is real simple, bro. It's slappers, it's me- it's a, a slapping ass beat mm. with a melody, and then you know like that's just swag. aggressive swag <laughs> fucking rap. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like when it comes down to it, that could sound like anything. Uh, have you ever pimped a bitch? I, have not. <laughs> I had considered it. I was offered the opportunity to buy one, but I was too like I just got a good heart. Every bro. Oakland nigga got to pimp a bitch at least for t- <laughs> at least for two months. If you ain't pimped a bitch at least for two months, nigga, you gotta you just. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you've been in Oakland for a minute. So how many? I'm not gonna put myself out there. <laughs> uh, but so no, yeah. I've never actually pimped a bitch. Not actually. What was your favorite? Uh, I mean, you performed a lot of places, yeah, right? Man. What was your best uh, performance? Do you think? I mean, I think my best show probably technically was uh, in terms of like my technical performance on the stage. Just whatever you want to define it as. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would say too, because in terms of my favorite one, when I had the best time as the one at Hollywood, bro. Like, I'm on fucking Hollywood Boulevard performing for the first time ever, packed house. Like, that was it. Like, mm-hmm. that was... I was like, I made it. And then I came back to reality when I got back over here. I'm like, okay, I got to be working. But, you know, I was I was, I was floating that whole weekend. Should have moved to Hollywood, nigga. <laughs> wow. Well, it's something I thought about, but I love it. I'm too real. I just came from out there a couple of weeks ago, buddy. I got to get that lingo down because they talk about way different shit. I like to talk about real shit real fast. And oh, yeah. you get a lot more of that out here than down there. Down right. there is more talk. like... Who you know, what you doing, what's you superficial. Just madness. Yeah, it's real oh, yeah. superficial, bro. And I could do that. It's just like it don't excite me. I'd rather just go down there and like bust it down and come back up here. Right? Uh-huh. But um Okay, so, so that was that was number one. Yeah. You said you had two? Yeah, yeah. And then the other one was uh, I did this show um on Halloween last year in uh Vacaville, you know where that is? Like yeah, it's like kinda up towards Santa Rosa or whatever. Um randomly this cat that i rap with like six years ago drew hova like just hit me out of nowhere he was like yo you still rapping i'm like yeah i'm still rapping he was like bro we got this big ass show that we doing up here so they had uh the deville theater it was this Man. like dope ass theater that's why well, you was with me at that yeah show. that yeah, shit yeah, was yeah. weird Dre, you sound like you got some pussy off that show. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way you smile, right, right? This nigga, like, <laughs> he, he's great at connecting with people, man. He's yeah, he's, so he's your like he's water, like your, your hype man. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, a little way. Yeah, he definitely hypes me up for sure. But I be hyping him up. He's like water, man. He's like just kind of mm-hmm. everywhere at the same time. Mm-hmm. He just kind of folds into whatever shape it is. Kind of fills in the <laughs> gaps. You exactly. Know I mean? Make sure everything's <laughs> cool. You know. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so that was probably like technically my best one in terms of like DJ setup was dope as fuck. Like my actual performance, it was like on point. Technically, I had, came out just like I practiced, looked good on video, like all that shit. So it was like that was probably one of the best. Like, yeah, yeah, the production like money, value, real on money that. involved in that. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, the the production like, value on that one was was super sick, and then but definitely my favorite one, just personally, uh, gotta be Hollywood for sure. But I was kind of on that one, so it wasn't like technically the best performance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What happened after the show in Hollywood? Uh well, me and my beautiful woman, the mother of my kids. Right, no, I don't want to hear about <laughs> We uh we hung out. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, nigga. exactly. Thought you had some spicy shit yeah, to talk about. Danger zone, nigga. <laughs> 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 so uh 
Shout out to Davina, my baby, by the way. I'll be getting trouble if I didn't say that right now. I love you. All right, let's go. Oh, here we go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Davina is your girl's name? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The same way. You remember from back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never actually met her. Yeah. I don't think. Have I met her? You met her when? Um, oh, yeah. Well, shout out to Davina. Maybe you met her. I, Come think, on yeah, I think every time y'all met, you was kind of like. It was like a high and by type shit. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Davina, man. Uh, come on the show. Yeah. Uh, are you having any more kids? Oh, man. I don't want no, to. Don't. I do want a son. I got two daughters, but to be honest with you, like, I, two is, <laughs> two is yeah, good. I don't even but, want to think about that. Yeah, two man. is good, bro. I mean, I think, like, you know, a long time from now, you know, we're going to need some nannies or something. To help it out only if it's mm-hmm. you know if it's a boy but i don't want to like you know just go again just to go again i gotta really be feeling it i'm good with two man i was good with one but it's better with two because they can help each other out and they're both beautiful i love my little babies jayla and lyric um six and one shout out to them yeah man they but listen to this but i ain't trying to have no i ain't trying to have no more kids to be honest with you man only so, if it's if I got hella money where I could just like try it just for the fuck of it and see if I get a boy. <laughs> so you, uh, where do you see yourself, or where do you want your career to be, in within five years? <clears throat> uh, that's a good question. That's something that five years ago I would have had a different answer, right? And mm. then now I kind of see where it is. I've learned to have a lot more. Uh, just patience for where life is taking me. Like, I thought I was going to have my first platinum album by, like, 22, right? You know what I'm saying? I've been raw. <laughs> but, like, uh, but now I look at back then versus what I'm doing now. Like, you had to change kids, change it, situations change it. So what I see really is not a, a very, very specific thing, but um, in terms of the, the concept of where I want to be, I want to be at a place where I'm definitely – reaching out to the masses like through a platform something like this or like a lot of different things like this this is something i feel is real important kind of just spreading the ideas and the philosophies right i do it i do it in real life on a daily basis like when i'm just talking to people and all that stuff but i don't actually like i haven't been as strong at at putting it to a platform like recorded besides my music itself which is also related to what i'm talking about but um i definitely want to be on a on a have a big platform to be reaching out to the masses, um, you know, pushing the culture, pushing the positivity. Hopefully I want to be building community um, for the youth. You know what I mean? Whatever that looks like. I've been a mentor, work with, uh, you know, young black men, scholarship programs, uh, SF achievers, shout out to them. Um, you know, I want to, I want to mold it all together. There's a lot of different aspects of my life that I want to mold all together into one like working organization, right? So the community aspect and then the musical aspect, right? And then the arts and performance aspect. And then, um, also like the life coaching, um, like aspect and then like the emotional and spiritual healing aspect, right? So I'm working on, I got the foundation for all of those things, but, what I would hope is that within five years, I would have kind of all the mechanisms built on top of that foundation in order to turn that into a functioning system, like a big, its own brand, its own system. So that is kind of like reaching out and evolving kind of on its own right there. Because right now it's just like a lot of 
a lot of uh, talents and skills that I have that I've developed and that I've worked on over time, and I feel really good about them. But in five years, I would definitely hope that they're more uh, widespread, um, you know, as an organizational function rather than just just me myself just being good at those things. Dre, what do you? Uh, what's in the future for you, man? Uh, opportunity, yeah, one, right? <laughs> <laughs> opportunity, and possibilities. All right. I don't, I don't like to confine or limit myself to a specific goal. I feel like there's so many things out there that haven't been done yet. So many discoveries that need to be made. I feel like I'm meant to be here to do something that's never been done before. So hopefully, five years from now, I'll be on that journey towards something that's never been seen before. Word. Dre is a. In the Asian language, they call them a shalom. I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> He's one of them niggas who fucking just say some shit, and you'd be like, oh, shit, word? All right. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I believe in you, man. Whatever the fuck you uh, put your mind toward you should fucking achieve you know what i'm I'll saying i'll tell you something man like sometimes he's kind of formless right he's kind of formless but in a way that's like where a lot of his power comes from is being able to be formless like i've seen this man like like slip and slide into all kind of different situations and mm-hmm. like you know get close with people like immediately you know what i mean because he's he's not presenting a certain form like his form is like you know trying to fit around like what's going on and he's like inspirational with the shit that he's been going through and it still had that positive outlook you know what i'm saying like he don't feel like the world is against him or whatever so he keep me hyped up just like seeing the way he moves and shit like that have you ever thought about becoming a motivational speaker I have most definitely. I'm working on my public speaking skills. I do have a performance anxiety, so I do shy away from the mic, but I am working on critiquing those skills. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I am working on those skills because I feel like they are working towards something that's going to be very powerful in the future. So I want to, if you were to be a motivational speaker, would you want to work like children, like going to high schools, or do you want to like go to corporations and like hype them niggas up? Oh, yeah, most definitely. My uh, children would be first. love working with children children are most definitely the future so if i want my impact to have a long lasting effect i know starting helping the children would be my first and uh, highest priority tell the people where they can find you you have instagram i don't have instagram currently well i think i do i do just uh look for deandre raglan on instagram i do i have have a page i just i'm I'm not active i'm not not formless um instagram i'm not i'm not active (laughs) but i do have a page you have a page yeah so you can look up deandre raglan or the incredible mr raglan on facebook or instagram yeah i'm up there or i believe i have a twitter too just like i said i'm not active so so how What's the best way to get in contact with you? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, right, Facebook. Facebook. DeAndre Raglan on Facebook. Say that again. DeAndre Raglan. DeAndre Raglan. Yeah. Spell that for the people. D-E-A-N-D-R-E. DeAndre Raglan. R-A-G-L-A-N-D. All right. I'm saying if you, uh, anyone out there who wants a public speaker, who wants a nigga from the neighborhood to talk to kids from the neighborhood, (laughs) holler at him on his Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I need 10% of them contracts. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, about yeah. To give you yeah, most definitely. Appreciate the love. I appreciate yeah, anyway, you yeah, having if, me Yeah, here. anybody out there who, I mean, who's hearing this and thinks <laughs> like, yo, yeah, I mean, I like what this nigga's talking about, spreading love and shit. 
holla at him on Facebook. Saint K Bridges. Uh, yes, sir. Tell the people how they can get in touch with you. Uh, so people can get in touch with me through social media. Um, K Bridges Live on all social media. So that's K B R I D G E S L I V E. K Bridges Live. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. That's uh, one of my things. Whatever I got, it's all on there. <laughs> I use Instagram mostly, uh, most of the time. Uh, my Facebook, I don't have a, a, a public Facebook, um, so just hit me on the Instagram, and it's all good. Um, also, you can check me out on my website, um, kbridgeslive.com. Um, I got some music on there. Got a little bio. Um, putting it together. I don't got a ton of stuff on there, but you'll definitely get the basic rundown of uh, who I am and what I'm trying to do. Listen to a couple tracks. Let me know what you think. Sign up for the mailing list and all those kind of things. But people will start hearing from me um, a lot more coming up soon as far as like a digital campaign and put myself out there. But um, you can also send any booking inquiries or uh, any business-related matters to kbridgeshiphop at gmail.com. How much you charge, nigga, for a feature? Um, I never charged more than one fifty for a feature before. Um, I feel like the price is going up. After the this. price is going up after. This. <laughs> <laughs> but I want a little bit of. Uh, <clears throat> I want a little bit of uh, what you call it, a little manufactured consent first, right? Like I want to actually put it out there, get people chattering and talking, change a few lives. I mean, a couple of people told me they listen to a couple of these songs, like change their life right after they heard it, bro. So you know, I'm trying to make sure people get that first, and then you know I could do that, and then I'm gonna start charging you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So. uh you know what I'm saying you can find listen to this uh you can find me where you can find me <laughs> you know what I'm saying uh everyday find celebrity right podcast here. I love it make sure you uh make sure everybody go listen to this make sure you support Dre make sure you support uh K Bridges music uh, I mean these is two brothers from your from your neighborhood that you should support niggas who look like you go through the same shit that you go through speak Word. your language you know what I'm saying? That's what we promote on Everyday Celebrity. That's a real word. Uh, EverydayCelebrityMedia.com. If you want information, if you want to reach out, uh, if you didn't understand what the fuck they said, you can reach out to me and then I could put you through them. You can hit me up, Jordan Owandi, Instagram, or Everyday Celebrity Media on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Everyday Celebrity PO. And yeah. What else you got to say? So I want to play. Uh, yeah, we can just go, play it on the way out. Play some music. We can play it on the way out. Yeah, you I got just, it pulled up. Yeah, I got one song pulled up. You, um, you, you, you spin an acapella, acapella, or you go play nah, some music. I got, I got my, um, I got my speaker. I don't know if you want to ride in the computer. If you want to play it on my speaker, yeah, I'm not that take advance. Just uh, fucking play the shit. Pull your speaker up. We still rolling. We still rolling though. He's uh pulling out some music. But yeah, Dre, what you, what you got anything to say? Why this nigga's doing whatever the fuck he's doing? Nah, just shout out can to my sing? family. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to I, sing, nigga? I, I can harmonize. I'm a, I'm, a good, harmonize. I can, I'm a good tenor, bass, uh, Who's baritone. your favorite uh, singer? Luther Vandross? Luther Vandross, Johnny sing, Gill. Sing some Luther Vandross right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Sing a note, nigga. Sing some Luther Vandross. 
No, shit, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> 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 don't do that. I ain't putting you that on the spot. Nah, I wasn't ready. But what uh, what song we about to hear right now? All give me right, the so, uh, give me the history of this song uh, so right. people can. So know. I'm gonna just like just from one song so you get a get a taste of my whole like creative range a little bit. So this song is called uh, So For Real. This song I got my homegirl uh, Imani Aji on this song. This is actually the first song um, she ever recorded on in the studio. She got a lovely voice. I've been working with her as an artist trying to develop her. And uh, so I wrote this song. Um, coached her up on singing it and then we went to the studio and, and knocked it down but really this is uh this is the song that i would say is probably my most uh my more commercially um leaning song just in terms of like what it sounds like you know what i'm saying like it can you know this is a song that i've been passing around when i was down in la and all that shit just to if you're gonna hear one song if you're in la like this is a song you want to hear so you get like a quick snippet of what i'm doing i got a lot deeper songs in this but this one just sounds real nice i'm gonna, I'm gonna show everybody this one all right so you hear it first so for real kate bridges so for real first song ever played on everyday celebrity podcast hey hey if I had like a sound effect, I'll drop the sound effect right now. But choo, wah, choo, wah, wah, choo, wah. Choo. here we go. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, that was almost perfect. Hold on. <laughs> Got y'all. Give me like, like three seconds. Right. I know, right? Not bad. What they saying with the radio dead air? That's the worst <laughs> thing you can have, bro. <laughs> All right, I got y'all. Got it. Yeah, we ready. Alright, let's roll it. I mean, whatever. That was hot. Oh right. shit, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back. Give me the second base, bro. I got a call from Pops right now, man. <laughs> All right, we rock it, we rock it. <laughs> Feeling in myself for real. I'm living out my passions, got that glow for real. And those who live in glass houses throwing stones for real. 
real. I'm never tripping if I'm ever slipping. I got a love for life that's keeping me forever lifted. Never scripted, and a love I give is best prescripted. Everything we ever do is focused on that mission. I gotta get it. I got visions of beauty, plus visions of grandeur. Only thing I can see is destinations to land in. When we go for the building, we never leave it abandoned. If we ever do crash, we always limit the damage. I'm never wasting my time. I'm always feeling my grind. And baby always behind, plus she be feeling my mind. I am forever inclined to reach higher and climb. I got the world on my line, it's mine all in due time, huh? Look at that voice though, right? She got the voice, man. I'm trying to tell you. That's uh, Imani Ajay, man. That's her first time recording on a track. She got the vocals, man. Oh, I know that bitch. Yeah, with the, the dread. No, no, no. She got dread. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I know who you talking about, though. I think that's her cousin. Oh, okay. <laughs> These vibes, though, these kind of vibes, I be on, uh, nigga, like, chilling and shit. Great. Hell yeah. Right on, bruh. But yeah, if you want more music, um. Oh, I love that part. Hey, that part is rocking. Right. Let me hear something. Let's spit us freestyle real quick. Ah, shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, never You fucked up. Never mind. Yeah, that's good. But man. yeah, that was, that was, that was, that song is called Soul For Real. That song's called Soul For Real. That's on my website. I got the other tracks on the website, kbridgeslive.com. Um, hopefully y'all check me out there. If not, y'all be seeing me soon anyway. So, uh, yeah. So and shout out to, uh, what's old girl's name? Omani? Imani. Imani. Imani Aji. Imani Aji. If you yeah, hear this, yeah. come on the show. Yeah, shout out to Sis. She but was yeah. rocking on here. Support this man, man. He, 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 he a real talented, uh, real talented cat. And support my nigga, uh, Dre. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Support Dre. Yeah, support and shout my out. nigga J.O., man, out here yeah, rocking me. for the community. I love Subscribe, goddammit. Proud Subscribe. of you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Shout out. Everyday celebrity. Yes, sir. Word up, word up. Uh, and shout out to my cameraman, Joseph Sanchez. Shout out to Yay. Joseph Sanchez. He's, a, he's, a, he's in the background. He's going to be on the show, uh, upcoming show. Yeah. Uh, he got some. Uh, I want you to grill this thing. I want to get into his life. <laughs> he's, a famous, he's a famous chef, uh, Bay Area Bite. Go look him up on Instagram. Uh, but today, he's my goddamn assistant. So, you know what I'm saying? He do what I tell him to. But, uh, Buddha. yo, that's it. Buddha. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yep. Yeah. We out of here, man.